Hey y'all, I hope you are doing well. Y'all, I hope you can hear it in my voice. I am grinning from ear to ear. I'm so happy to be back. It's been forever, like a year since I posted a podcast episode. Don't don't beat me up, okay? I'm back and I'm here to stay. And you know, a lot has happened. I was planning a wedding last year because I'm now Mrs. Harness and I have really been doing some growing, okay? Some growing, some transitioning, some changing, and I'm ready to share all of that and more with you this season. So today we're going to start with grown woman self-care and how to stop accepting less across all areas of your life. Because what I realize is you can't get what you want until you declare and decree but also put action behind it. You can't keep on letting these same little dusty situations happen and hold you back. So we're going to talk about today how to get back on track and how to be your best you that you never knew you could even be. Okay, well, now I get to introduce myself. I'm your host, Dr. Nina, a licensed psychologist, licensed specialist in school psychology, a tenured and full professor, a certified professional life coach. And as you know, this is the Now That's Life podcast. And while I want this to be a helpful and a great resource to you, it's not meant to be a substitution for a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. And that's real. Okay, I want to ensure that I say I love hearing from y'all as well. And if you connect with me beyond this place, if you would like, you can come to my YouTube channel, my Instagram, Facebook, shoot me a message or DM. I love to post. I love to talk back, all of that. So go ahead and do that. And also link up with my free supernatural video program when you go to my website, drninaellishervey.com. That's going to be where you can get in on everything and know what I'm doing on my email list. But before we dive into this topic, I also want to say thank you. Thank you for giving me a season three to come back to. This is going to be even stronger, funner, longer, greater, and we're going to stick with it. Let's get into this. Now, y'all, in the past weeks, I got to thinking, and I'm always thinking. That's why my head big, right? So I was thinking this season, I really want to dig and dive deeper. It's amazing to have the topical and cutesy motivational content that really keeps you on your way, gives you little bites and things like that. But I want to dig deep, right? So I want to spend this episode explaining some things that we do to ourselves and some ways to come out of that. So this season three is going to be about problem solving and application of solutions and ways that we can be better and be our our most valued person that we can possibly be. And I ain't talking about to other people. I'm talking to ourselves because we done had enough high and low value talks. You know, you catch my drift. So let's go ahead and and start with that. So today I want to talk about the signs that you find that you know you're settling for less. You don't even have to guess, Okay. Here are some of those signs. Now, you're always feeling exhausted, okay? A lot of times when we are settling for less, not doing what we know we should do, not being the best that we can, it is exhausting. It's hard. It is hard to continue to day in and day out, continue to even do nothing. It's exhausting to not take action for yourself. It's exhausting to not want to be the best for yourself or to think you want to be, but not wanting to put in the work. So just like people say they're lazy, sometimes that's harder than actually doing the work. Think about it. How many times have you been tired of being tired? How many times have you been sick of being sick? It's really a simple but complex idea. And a lot of times we don't consider how much or how much of an effect it has on us to take no action at all and do nothing on our own behalf. Number two is you keep saying you will do this after you do that. Oh my God. 
All of us, all of us are guilty of this. It's so easy to say, you know, once I get my money right, I'm going to then invest in doing that trade that I wanted to do or get back in school. You know, once I look a certain way, I'm going to definitely want to get out there and, and figure out what's best for me or date or look at the market. You know, once I, you know, make this move to have a conversation with someone I need to squash a beef with, I'll be able to move past this point in my life. Look, we can keep doing it all day. It's a bunch of stuff we could be doing and should be and and want to be doing. But you're not always going to have that opportunity realistically. Are you going to let that stop you in your tracks from becoming the best you you could ever be? I hope the answer is no. The next thing is you blame everyone else. And again, I've been guilty of this. One thing is it's easy to look at other people's behaviors and not our own. It's easy for us to consider how someone else has hurt someone and not us. It's easy for us to look at the stars and and the celebrity gossip and dissect their lives instead of looking deeply into our own and how jacked up it has become. And I'm not talking about anybody in particular. I'm just saying we all have levels of jacked up and we know what that is. So I'm not going to let you play me or hold me. Okay. You know what that is. Also, the next thing is that you really don't even think that you can do what it is you want to do. So a lot of times we don't demand more from other people or you know, from other things or our jobs or our finances or our relationships, because we don't even believe we can get it. Who did that just pinch hit? Whatever. I know we ain't in church, but you can say, amen. I'm gonna act like I can hear you. Definitely. We often get into these situations in this cycle of because I didn't have this growing up, because I'm not privileged, because I'm not this, because I don't look like that, I can't have it. Now, while there are certain conditions in this world that I cannot change, none of us can move, none of us can make be different all of a sudden, there's still no reason why you should not believe that you can't come up with a plan to get to where you want to be. If I was to fall victim to who and what I am, and what I mean by that, (laughs) fall victim to it, I was adopted at the age of three months, raised by a single parent mother who had a high school degree, diploma, who earned her degree not far before I did. Yet she still instilled the value of education in me, made sure that I was uh, more worldly viewed and also had spirituality as a basis and foundation. So with that said, You don't have to wait on the perfect conditions for you to even believe that you should have something. You just have to put the action behind the words. Also, you think all the time, but do nothing about it. We sit around doing a lot of thinking. I think a lot. I told y'all before, my head is big because I think all the time. But thinking ain't enough. You got to think, you got to plan, you got to do. Think, plan, and do. Always think in terms of what you can be doing in order to not just think and be ruined, you know, ruined almost by those thoughts. Because a lot of us know the feeling of sitting around thinking and thinking and ruminating and playing and replaying. What could I have done better? And what didn't I do good? All of that is just painful and it stops you in your growth. The next thing is you say things like one of these days. Oh my goodness. When I tell y'all, you going to blink and be 40. I know a lot of my viewers, a lot of those who tune in are between the ages of 18 to 44. And I can guarantee you 
beautiful 18-year-olds. Many of us did not, you know, just think that one day we would be of age or of a certain age, which is a beautiful thing. But what I'm saying is you just never see it coming. And that's why you make use of the time that you have right now. And on the other end of that spectrum, you still make use of every moment that you have, no matter how old you become. So all of that, one of these days, nothing is promised to any of us. Nothing. So if you don't get moving right now, you won't see anything. The next thing is that you love to go in on successful people. And when I say go in, I mean, talk about them. Try to say things that will sabotage their journey. You love to tell people, you know, what they're doing is not important. Well, a lot of times that's because there's a lack of something within ourselves. So because we can see everything within somebody else, even if they're successful and we want to critique and and repair and tell them what they should be doing, it's because we haven't taken the proper moments to think about what we should be doing. When you're busy doing you, you can't be doing everybody else, especially if they're not that important in your goals and destination. The next thing is that you keep playing small even when you want more. Many of us love to say, well, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm just, I'm just this, you know, I'm not that much. I shouldn't expect that much because, and let's be honest, women, let's, let's take it to levels, women. Then women of color, then black women. Oftentimes we're told by the world we shouldn't expect more. So we never do. We sit and we allow situations to unfold and allow ourselves to be played and then turn around and say, well, that's what I deserved anyway. And then the story just continues, continues to replay. The next thing is um, you spend too much of your time focused on garbage. We all have. You know, I have been a love and hip hop watcher in the past. I have done, a, I shouldn't say that's garbage because not everybody there. Well, I'm not trying to offend people, but we know just as a general consensus, what garbage is, it's not putting anything into our mind, into our plates, um, into our bills, into our food. It's not giving us much nourishment. So that's what I mean by garbage. It's a lot of times we'll spend hours and hours on mindless and thoughtless things expecting for even bigger rewards and you ain't getting nothing. Here's the thing. When you don't work, you don't eat. The Bible said that. You don't have to believe me. Um, So you definitely have to put your money where your mouth is. And if you're consuming a lot of things that are considered garbage, you are going to beget garbage. You are going to become garbage. And I'm not saying we don't have the considerable times where we just want to be mindless and not think much and do something and listen to something that really doesn't amount to much. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about day in and day out. That's all you do. Y'all know the difference. I know you're intelligent and you get that and you hear it. Now, the next thing is food, alcohol, and mindless TV are your only daily highlight. I think we've all fallen into this as well. There's bigger things, even just taking a walk, that are bigger than food, alcohol, and mindless TV. Sometimes we fall victim of also, and I won't even say victim, sometimes we victimize ourselves by always only engaging in certain things. And those only those things become our highlight reel. They become the things that are important to us. They become the things that are most uh, big on our list. They become the things that are us. And so when you get home, 
instead of being able to even properly greet your family or talk with your mom or dad or your friends or your cousin or best friend or whatever it is, or read a Bible scripture, you have to run to a drink because that's all you got. That's the only thing you can look forward to. When life gets to that point, we got to reevaluate. Okay. The next thing is that you get stuck. Now, actually, this is the last thing on those, on those things, but you get stuck on jealous, uh, on being jealous when you feel like others are living in their purpose. Now I said, you get stuck on being jealous. You want to know why we all get jealous. It's a human being experience. It is something that is natural, normal, and most likely going to happen for all of us at some point in our lives. However, most of us don't stay there. Most of us don't stay jealous because we end up going after what it is we want that satiates our hunger for life. And so we no longer have to be jealous. Maybe that jealousy was just the push you needed to go to where you needed to go. But some of us stay in consistent jealousy mode, either because we're always comparing ourselves. We're not living in our purpose. We're not figuring out what's going to be best for our lives instead of focusing on the lives of others. Is that you? Now, you know, I couldn't list off all of that without going into proper solutions. So how do we get back on track? This is where the love begins, right? That self-love, that self-care, that grown woman love and grown man love. Because I know I have some men in the audience that really do enjoy taking care of yourself. So here's the first thing. You have to take a hard look at the areas you're accepting less in. That is hard, man. Sometimes looking in the mirror. It's the worst thing physically and mentally. And when I say looking at the mirror is actually sitting and taking time to look at where you are not coming up to par, where other areas in your life are not coming up to par, where improvements can be made. So for instance, I always use my fitness journey, my weight loss journey. So I'm not going to use that right now. (laughs) I surprised you, shocked you. Okay. Here it is. Let me even make an admission here with relationships, right? I am now Mrs. Harness. I done came back a whole married woman. And with that said, at times in my life, I had to accept that a lot of the relationships I was in, I didn't even like the people. Hell, I didn't even like myself. Let that sink in. And what I mean is I would look in the mirror and the spiritual mirror mirror, and even have reviews by friends that were unfavorable and I would know better and still step into muddy waters every time, disappointing myself and further leading to damnation, if you will. So what I've had to learn is in those situations is to really dissect and grow, figure out what it was I really wanted why I was operating from pain and not my healthy balance of beauty. Why wasn't I operating from the woman I was becoming? And I could tell you this as a person who was on the other side of being smart, being accomplished, having much, already doing the quote unquote work, but I was still doing ratchet things in ratchet relationships that were leading to ratchet outcomes. I had to really look at myself and be honest about where I was. And boy, it hurts. It don't feel good. You can't even pay nobody to do it the way you can do it. You know yourself better than anybody. 
Sit with yourself. Write down in a good journal that's hidden. <laughs> Please keep it safe. Penzu is a great app. Penzu is an amazing app. Um, but basically using that to your benefit. Take some notes on some things you notice about yourself. Start with the good. Start with the good because you don't want to always go to the bad. And then move on to the not so good. Okay. Reframe that. I have things about myself now that are not so good, in my opinion. But I've learned how to reframe those things and try to make them strengths. So go from the good to the not so good. Look at those things. Balance them out. What's helping you and what's not? What's hindering you and what is? What isn't? I'm sorry. Make sure that you're looking at those things carefully so that you're able to be your best you through actual critique, active critique. What's holding you back from where you are and where you want to go? Write those things down. Look at them. Observe them. And then take some time to dedicate towards how you can reframe and change those things even slowly. Y'all believe me? It works amazingly. The next thing is be real about what you want instead of what you are doing. (laughs) So again, I said that a lot of times we don't believe we deserve the best. We don't believe that our finances can finally be free of foolishness. We don't believe that we deserve that good and healthy relationship or balance. We don't believe that anyone can have spiritual health in the way that's defined by them and defined by their beliefs. We don't believe that everyone in the world is not a bad person and that we're going to get outcomes that beget bad people and bad things. We don't believe a lot of these things. We don't believe or trust that life will offer us opportunities that maybe we thought we are not worthy of. So becoming worthy starts with being real about what you want and being honest about that. Do you want the top-notch career you say you think you deserve? Write that down. What exactly is it? Not just top-notch career. Write down exactly what it is you see yourself doing. Write down how you would like to live your life. Write down what's most important to you and be honest. Remember, no one will see this but you unless you choose to let someone see it. So even if it's outlandish in your eyes, let it be. If you want to make over $200,000 a year, write it down. If you want to lose weight and cinch your waistline, write it down. If you desire marriage, if you desire children, and if you don't, Write it down. I urge you to really think carefully about that and and be clear about your goals so that you're able to make the moves that you need to make. Also, see yourself getting it and your reaction to it. How would you treat it? I add in the how would you treat it because a lot of times we see ourselves with all these wonderful and great accomplishments and things that we could have, but we haven't even thought about how we would treat it when we get it. Okay, an example, I used to hear people talking all the time when I just started to desire marriage, I was a little later in the game. I had my therapist say to me, y'all, if the perfect man were to walk in the room right now, how would you treat him? Instantly, I knew I was not ready. Instantly. Now, how did that work? We can say all day what we want, but it depends on where you are and where your mind is and what work you've done. 
I wasn't ready for that because I wasn't even treating the people that I halfway thought I liked very well. I wasn't treating myself very well at the time. Wasn't kind to myself, wasn't forgiving. I had a lot of blind spots that I needed to work on before I could actually dive into a full-blown relationship. And especially with the right person because I would have turned my current husband off with a lot of the things that I probably would have engaged in. Now, I'm not trying to act like I'm a savage or I was just out here. No, but at times I was doing the most and sometimes the least. And I had come into a place where I no longer even really wanted to put in work for any type of relationship to work. And no matter who you are, where you're from, what you do, what you look like, it takes work. And so my therapist was really trying to hone in on that behavior and that idea so that I would further focus on developing myself so that I could come up with a definition of the man that I wanted, not just some perfect um, visual of what I wanted and what relationship I thought I wanted, but a true real life relationship. And I'm happy that she did because a lot of us don't get a lot of those reality checks and it's absolutely necessary. So how would you treat it? If you were to get that very thing on your list at the top of your list today, how would you treat it? Would you even know how to treat it? Would you be prepared? And what are the things that you would need to do to be prepared for it? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Can I get an amen right there? Okay, the next thing is create that plan of attack. And when I say a plan of attack, it's looking at each one of these things and breaking them down into steps. No, you're not just going to wake up one day and lose the weight. It's going to take tomorrow. I clean out my fridge. I clean out my pantry of the things that I know are not good for me. I then do some research on things that are good so that I can engage in purchasing those items for my home. When I go out to eat, I need to learn more healthier options. Then when I go to the gym, I might just go scope it out first, see what I might be able to do, maybe consult the, the work of a trainer and see what might be my best option for this. Take it slow. Break down the steps. Don't just say losing weight. I need some behaviors listed so that you can be the most successful possible. The next thing is to create, well, make some steps that lead you to the action needed. So I just kind of said that, but this one's even bigger. What you're going to do is come up with something like a three-year, a five-year, and a 10-year plan. What does that look like in maintaining the things that you received and building them up to levels that you never thought you could? Do some research. Figure out a great mentor. Hey, shameless plug. I got a mentorship membership program. Go to DrNinaEllisHervey.com. Check out my membership. Baby, we mentoring over there and we're getting results. Okay. You're going to go to the people that get results in their life. My mentors all mirror the things that I want from me, be it relationships, finances, their work history, the very achievements that they've had. I want to be on the right path, so I need to learn from the right people, okay? I don't go to people that ain't got what I'm looking for. And I'm not saying that one mentor has everything you're looking for, but you're going to seek mentors that are educated and prepared in the area that you know you want, because those are going to be the people that know the best. And you also not going to expect for them to give you information for free, because when you're investing in yourself, you got to invest in others. I'm going to let that soak in for a second. Okay. But definitely make that plan. I love the three year 
five year and 10 year. And for those that are really uh, skeptical of their ability to look at three years, look at one year, look at six months, start at six months, one year, three years, five years, 10 years. Look at how you'll see that thing grow. It's basically like a dividend account. What am I doing to build that account over time? For me with weight maintenance, every year I'm looking at something different to help me attain or achieve or hold on to or maintain the goals I currently have in place. That's the only way I've kept off all this weight over 17 years now, almost 17 years now. It can be done, but you have to have a plan in your mind at first. And now I'm not going to say that that plan is always going to stay the same, but in general, you're going to find detours, even if you need to, to get to the overall and ultimate goal. So y'all, I hope this has been a blessing. I really do feel that grown women's self-care is essential. I know we got that girl out there. I've even done that girl videos and all of that, but how was the grown woman self-caring? How are we self-caring through our teens, our 20s, our 30s, our 40s, our 50s? And some of you are even in your 70s. Beautiful, thriving, doing well. Some of you have not even seen the success that you wanted until later in life. And that's amazing as well. I consider myself a late bloomer, a wise late bloomer, but a late bloomer, no less. Y'all. You got this. I know you do. And I wanted to enter season three on this note. This month is going to have, or this season, we'll have guests. We'll have different things going on. It's so much to offer. I'm looking forward to it. And I can't wait to continue in our discussions. Well, I guess that's all from me today, but it doesn't have to end there. Make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to my free e-newsletter, which gives you my free eight-day supernatural video program over on my website, drninaellishervey.com, which can be found in the show notes. Also, make sure that you go ahead and review the podcast. It just helps people to know that this is great information and that you're enjoying it, and maybe they should enjoy it as well. You go on about and make sure that your week is amazing. Take care of yourself. Do what's necessary. It's more than self-care. It ain't selfish. Do you, boo-boo, and anybody that's mad, let them stay mad. All right, y'all. Y'all have a great week. Talk soon.